hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. Oh, Theo, we are here in the Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It is me, Werner Herzog. I don't know. And who- I am here <laughs> to narrate. He was in. Do you remember oh, the I old know man this- from the Mandalorian? Yeah, I, know, I know this man. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very known as a documentarian and for being very German and he very does weird. Speak like as that. A guy. Yeah. So how you been? How you been doing? Does it take you a long time to talk talk to people because you're speaking like you're a narrator all the time? Oh, you know, people look at me on the street and they say to me, get out of here. And I say, I'm on the street. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, they tell you get out of the street. Okay. It makes me think about the depths of the human psyche. Yeah, you're a difficult person to talk to. See, that's probably why they're telling you to get out of the... Very dark, very complex. this is probably... You start talking about the human psyche and they're like, please get off the street. We're having a fair here. endless well of darkness inside of them. Yeah, see, you, you're showing up to the Puerto Rico Day Parade, and you're talking about human darkness, and no one wants to hear about that. Hey, what? Hey, uh, oh, is this is this Werner Herzog? Hey, it's me, Will. I, I uh, are you hanging out with Werner Herzog without me? I mean, he just kind of. Sh- I was hanging out by myself, and I was kind of enjoying it, and then he showed up and started and talking. I about, showed up, and yeah, I just started talking the depths about of human psyche. And, and, yeah, that's and uh, how just like dark and depressing everything is. Yeah, it's not great, Warner. I I yeah, preferred being not... alone, if I'm honest. And oh. now that Will, and now that Will's here, I feel like we can gang up on you, and we're gonna make you leave the streets, Warner. Okay, that's yeah. That's <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that you preferred it even without me. And then that would no. be a very awkward podcast. <laughs> you know, I, there's one person in this room that's my friend, and there's one person who's Warner Herzog. So, you know, that's <laughs> how it is. <laughs> I, okay, so <laughs> to, 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 to end the bit, uh, I've, I, <laughs> I've been doing a Warner Herzog impression ever since my girlfriend showed me a TikTok of, it was him being interviewed by Conan O'Brien on mm-hmm. his podcast or mm-hmm. something. And this, Werner Herzog has the best voice ever. Because he's an good. old German man that, yeah. like, even as young, was just like, I don't hate the jungle, but it is <laughs> chaos incarnate. Like, he's just always just saying shit like that. <laughs> shit, and yeah. he's always commentating. And they were like, hey, Werner, uh, what do you think about uh, skateboarders? And he's like, oh, the skateboard community loves me. I think we have a similar methodology of failing and failing and constantly getting up and doing it over again. Yes, very relatable to the skateboard. Hello, fellow youths. It is me, Warner Herzog. I'm here to relate. It's good. In in that TikTok, he says multiple phrases that I've never heard him. I never even (laughs) thought about the concept of him saying because they're like, "What do you What do you like to do? Like, what's trash TV for you?" And he was just like, "I love WrestleMania." It just sent me. It's like, just really a, he's like, I've been to a few shows. It's wonderful. And then he's like, have you ever heard of the program Honey Boo Boo? 
<laughs> it's like hello hell what's the name of the actual show it's it's not just honey boo boo it's but honey boo boo is the uh, character on the show yeah the i'm i'm looking it up now because here comes honey boo boo that's part of the program just <laughs> yeah <laughs> have you heard of here comes honey boo boo because the, the boo boo was <laughs> boo boo <laughs> boo boo no i need you to tell me every Please single episode and i need you to recount, recount it <laughs> summarize yes. all right she has she is surrounded by people who are morbidly obese and they <laughs> they don't seem to see an end to their gluttony and I see this as, as a, a, a view into the American experience. Of the human psyche and how off the path we are. Yeah. <laughs> but, and you know what, Theo? In Segment City, that is every single um, bus announcer. Yeah. It's every single uh, train conductor <laughs> announcer. Bus it's- connection through here. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get off at Ashmont... Get off now because this bus will just take you over the. It's going to go over a cliff edge, <laughs> and we will all die at the end of it. But uh, that's just what we do in Segment City, the the podcast you're listening to right now. My name is Will Kane, and I am Honey Boo Boo, and I'm Theo Sabakos, and I'm just trying to just trying to enjoy this Puerto Rican Day parade. <laughs> and I just come on, let me enjoy it. <laughs> He just won't go away. He won't go away. Leave me alone, buddy. And this is a podcast in which Theo and I dumpster dive our way through the internet. We collect all those good comedy morsels for you and package them into segments. For this very special holiday episode, you would be... It's it is wild that we started it with a Werner Herzog. <laughs> we gave no we gave no indication up front that no. you were in for the holiday. No, it's it's fine. It's yeah, this is the holiday. Yeah. This, you know what? I like that though. Is it's surprising people they they did click on the episode that said the holiday episode, and then they were surprised when yeah. they heard the great Werner Herzog impression that I do. Um, but <laughs> self annoyed, really putting the crown yeah, on your own hair head there. Yeah. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins has a better one because he does a uh, Werner Herzog doing a a Yelp review of uh, a local Trader Joe's. <laughs> so fucking, I walk into the Trader Joe's and I see that they have many themed things. Um, but we're gonna start the podcast off with our our Will Stupid Thought, a very seasonal Will Stupid Thought. I have to say, so. This uh, this thought came to me when I was, like I said last week, watching Polar Express. Um, Santa Claus has been in many movies. Yeah. But he only seems to have a few, like, roles or, like, kind of, like, appearances that he plays <laughs> in it. And well, I would like to, to kind of go back and forth and right. see if to, it, sure, I'm sure. categorizing the different types of... And I found very few. Like, I could only come up with a few. So we'll see if there's more to Santa Claus in movies. <laughs> I feel like this is you saying, like, yeah, when a pirate shows up in a movie, there's only so many things they say. And it's like, yeah, he's a <laughs> fucking pirate, dude. Like, No, it's not just the things he, he – it's not me complaining that he goes, ho, ho, ho. And I'm like, it's typical. Stereotypical. Typ- <laughs> he shows up and come on. Like, typical. Get creative next time. Get some range, Santa Claus. Yeah, come on. No, but okay. So the the roles he usually plays in movies: one, protagonist. He's sometimes the San- Santa Claus yeah. is the protagonist of the movie, like the Santa Claus. Yep. And Santa Claus is coming to town. The stop motion mm-hmm. thing, where it's his origin story. He is the protagonist in that. 
Uh, two, incapacitated, i.e., uh, the year without he's, Santa Claus. Right, he's, he's out of he's business. A, someone's got to take he's over. He's sick. Um, uh, number three, revealed to be real at the end of the movie or pulling the, the strings the whole time. Okay, uh, this, he's this the like, deus ex machina. I've been, I, I swoop in and save the day. I've known everything all along. I am yeah, omnipotent. shows up at the end. Even just to say, hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm like... The the classic stinger is like Santa Claus isn't real, and then, and then over the moon like, oh, they have oh, the oh, oh, oh. yeah, it's yeah, a classic one. This is like a Polar Express miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Um, those were the main ones that I came up with, and I because I was like, is he ever an antagonist? Well, there's like Krampus, and then there's like yeah, I Krampus is somebody. This Krampus is a little bit different. I'm I'm going to set rules on this. That yes, Krampus is different. Because mm-hmm. he is kind of the Wario to Mar to Santa's Mario, so right. he Wanta, if you will, Wanta. <laughs> Wanta. Um, the, I'm going to add a. Uh, I I think there's an imposter category too. Okay, where people are pretending to be Santa Claus, and there's, this could be wrapped up into he's also real at the end. There's the Futurama robot Santa, where he's actively an antagonist who's trying to kill them. Oh, that's Every, a good example, actually, because that is in the universe of that. I will accept that because he is Santa Claus right. in that universe. Right. I do not accept. I, a friend sent me a thing that was like 10 holiday horror movies where Santa's the bad guy. Most of them are just somebody dressed up as Santa. Imposters. Like, yeah. yeah. That's the imposter the, um, category. Because that's Silent Night, Deadly Night. That's the <laughs> classic of that. But, okay. Um, we're, we're, could, how many movies are there? It's just actually Santa and he's just actually bad. <laughs> yeah i i tried to look at the only one i could kind of figure is that is saint which is a dutch movie so nobody's ever okay. seen it where he's like an evil version of of santa uh but most are like krampus or or a killer that is dressed up as santa and is not actually santa um i think there was that uh david harbour movie where he's like john wick but that's protagonist santa He's, he's he is killing, but it's like mafia guys doesn't where, count. Where was evil? Wait, what was that movie that came out a couple of years ago? That was uh, the actor that played Hopper, and uh, yeah, that's him, David. That's Harper. him. Okay, David Hopper. Yeah. Okay. So, w- what what category is that one in? That's him as protagonist. I think. Okay. Because he's right. he's basically John Wick in it up. Okay. Um, where he's just murdering a bunch of mafia guys. I didn't right. see that movie, but um, I think that also a subheading to incapacitated is kidnapped. I think Santa gets kidnapped a lot. Right. Too. Well, that's incapacitated. I think, yeah, that, yeah, that counts. That's a subheading of that. That's like Nightmare Before rescue, Christmas. You got to rescue Santa Claus. Is, yeah, is that, the, is that the and deal? And then there's an imposter for Santa, where it's, it's Jack Skellington. Um, but can you think of any other? I'm because I'm racking my brain. <laughs> that's so few categories, like so few boxes that Santa fits in. I feel like there's well, what category does he fall into in Elf? He's like a he's like a mythical figure, mm. but actually mm. isn't really part of the story. I haven't watched Elf in a long time, so I, I don't actually remember the full details of how he factors in. He shows up at the end, like he 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 doesn't get shot down in Central Park. He does land in Central Park, so but that, he's also at the beginning. Like so he, that falls into your category of uh, yeah, he is in it more than just the very end. You're right. Like he yeah. is actually you know more prominent than that. But I think what I'm looking for is has Santa ever been a sidekick? Has he ever been? Uh, we've when already established he he's not really the villain. He's, he's maybe a villain in some things, but he's never like he's been a sidekick. He's too big of a deal to be a sidekick. Yeah, but I usually, love if, him as a sidekick. usually if a main character, that's a great idea. If a main character is going on a mission to save Christmas or something, they're the sidekick to Santa. 
Like, they're, yeah, they're Santa's the, not a they're sidekick. Saving him. That's incapacitated. <laughs> Santa's he's, the, he's Santa laid is, out. The, is the boss. He's 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 super competent at his job. You can't he can't be a sidekick. He's too powerful. It's like asking Superman to be a sidekick. What are we doing? He's he's Pro- the one. He's the guy. Protagonist or nothing. Or, he, nothing. or he's out of the picture. Right. He's, <laughs> he's gonna only show up. Sidekick to anyway, nobody. I didn't. I didn't know how much uh, track where we would get from that hmm. to, to it's run a good this little thought. Car, it's but. a good thought that, that he it fits into kind of you can kind of start watching a movie that is christmas themed and see uh, aha i know he's what gonna box. be in he's one gonna of be categories. in it he's gonna be in one of these categories no yeah. one's really like shaking up the formula although we're talking about a category of movies in, in christmas that movies <laughs> that, that is formula that is the purpose built to fit a mold and reinforce the mold that is the whole yeah. point they're not to supposed to Yes. Yeah, it's supposed to be very comfortable. I think in one of our previous Christmas episodes, we came up with a we we just spitballed a whole Christmas movie, and I think it like exemplifies to some degree how formulaic they are because we were able to come up with something that was pretty plausible as a, mu- as yeah. a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did. I think it was a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Go back to our episode, our holiday episode, where we wrote a Hallmark movie in our <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was just a, a nice little holiday will stupid thought. So hopefully, let's take these reindeer over to your next segment. My f- next segment, my first segment for the evening for the podcast is in the news. We've got a couple of in the news holiday themed stories for Ooh, you. Okay. Keeping everything holiday themed here. Yeah, you got it. So first news comes to us from KTLA.com. It's entitled, Raunchy Alcohol-Fueled Taco Bell Party Included Open Sex Lawsuit Claims. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. Can I get a crunch wrap supreme? And also, can <laughs> can you take that shirt off, please? <laughs> it's really ruining the mood. So a former taco, a former Los Angeles area Taco Bell employee is suing the company and a franchise owner after she claims a Christmas party at the fast food restaurant descended into a drunken mess that included open sex. Alana oh my God. Becciome fly, <laughs> filed her lawsuit last week in Los Angeles, Los Angeles Superior Court. In the suit, she alleges that her supervisor uh, invited her to the December 28th, 2022 party at the San Pedro Taco Bell at which she worked. She was encouraged to bring food for a potluck-style buffet, and her contribution oh. was a bowl of guacamole. Remember this? Okay, from- this multiple <laughs> things. That I, I, I'm gonna like wait for a lot of my comments, but uh-huh. this is <laughs> I have to comment on this. You're you're bringing food to the a restaurant to a Taco make- Bell. And you brought guacamole <laughs> to a Taco <laughs> Bell. To a Taco Bell. Yes. <laughs> She's Very like, good. this is actually good guacamole. This, this is actually yeah, this is pretty bullshit. quality. Yeah. Uh, once she arrived, she was uh, she discovered that her supervisor had covered the windows of the restaurant with wrapping paper, and also okay. covered the cameras for the lobby in the inside of the restaurant. According to oh, the complaint, it's not a you know that you have to get flag. the fuck out. That <laughs> you is know a you red, should not be there. Like red and white <laughs> candy is, cane yes. flag. That is that a barbershop level. Of <laughs> <laughs> that is awful. I, okay, so. Because imagine walking in and you're like, man, it's really dark in here. And they're like, like you start yeah, feeling around. <laughs> oh, she claims her supervisor provided alcohol to staffers, several of whom were, quote, overserved. Around midnight. Is, I'm going to say that is a classic holiday classic. party. Classic. Literally all every holiday party. So not that many red flags there. 
Around midnight, after Betchiom had stepped outside for a short wa- for short time, she walked back into the restaurant and saw a coworker quote having sex with his wife in front of everyone at the party. She alleges. Oh my god! The coworker's <laughs> wife, Betchiom claims, was also kissing her female manager and another female coworker at the same time. Which- at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> All three? There's like, making a triangle of I don't kissing? know how that's happening. Quote, shocked, disgusted, and outraged, Betchiom alleges that she first ran out of the restaurant, but then went back inside to retrieve her guacamole bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Only to find that her manager and the other coworker involved in the sexual encounter were vomiting. This is... <laughs> <laughs> one threw okay, up that... one threw up in the trash while the other vomited in her guacamole bowl, according to the complaint. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> one, you couldn't tell. She My probably guacamole. didn't know for way too long. <laughs> Two, I love that this bowl of guacamole is the equivalent to the cat and alien. Where they <laughs> She's like, like, I have to go back in. I gotta go back. Like <laughs> gotta go her back. eyes go wide. She's like my mother gave there. me that bowl. <laughs> I gotta go get it. Like she just escaped by the the skin in her yeah, teeth, she and just she left. just also, and now she, she, also she works there. No one else would have taken her bowl. She probably could have yeah, just exactly. gone back. Nobody's gonna give a shit. It's oh my god. Just I love, also in the in the interim, everyone starts throwing up. Like she was, she got out at the right time, and then it was like, actually, she goes, "Dip my toe actually, back I, in." I think I can stomach it for a little longer to get my bowl, and everyone's just throwing up. And, oh no! Just absolutely <laughs> terrible. Oh, Betchiom says she reported the incident to Taco Bell Human Resources and Alvarado Restaurant Group and uh, Colorado Brace franchisee. The manager and other coworkers involved in the sexual encounter were, fi- were fired. Her complaint states. Mm. Um. So there's there's more to the story, but I thought that that was that was just primo, just puking in the guac bowl. Come on, keep just keep it classy, <laughs> all right. Ever, those parties get wild, especially at a. I it is funny to me because normally the the thing is people do hook up at holiday parties, mm-hmm. um, but it's there's it's usually in like offices and side rooms it's where the fuck a, is the office not, there's no side rooms in a taco bell, bell. <laughs> it's just the, the bathroom like and that's not a great Gross. place to make out. Bad. All right, another story for you. This one comes to you from mylondon.news, a very reputable news source, I'm sure. My London. Welcome to my London. (laughs) This one is entitled, Couple Hates Last Christmas by Wham! So much they're trying to buy the song rights so they can take it off the air forever. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can we get Mariah Carey on the phone to see if we can get this? We'd love to. We'd really love to have a joint joint, uh, deal here. Yeah, this is a... We could we could maybe work with this person to to get some more <laughs> things off the radio. A couple hate Last Christmas by Wham so much they're raising money to buy the song rights to take the tune off the air forever. Thomas Mazzetti, fifty five, and his wife Hannah, thirty three. Which holy age difference, Batman? Twenty two years? That's quite yeah, a that's sum. huge. Literally, <laughs> we don't even have to do the this when that woman was born. He was twenty two. Can you imagine that? That's Being nuts. a twenty, like, my next wife is. That's currently like saying for for us, our next wife, your next wife is now right now six years old. Oh, oh. <laughs> not great, not, not great. great, not great. Yeah. Anyways, like his wife thirty three have already raised a whopping thirty one thousand pounds to try to banish the song to the history books. Hannah, a mm. painter, said her hatred for the tune started thirteen years ago when she worked in a cafe in Oxford where the boss played the song on repeat, and last Christmas. 
the previous Christmas, she was take, talking to her friends about how much she disliked it still and how much she'd pay to never hear it again, inspiring this year's online fundraiser. So far, 327 people have pledged 62,000 US dollars to get rid of the song for good. But the couple from <laughs> Gothenburg in Sweden have a mammoth task ahead of them for the rights for the song currently owned by Warner Chapel Music UK are valued at will. What are the song rights costing for this one? Little quiz here. Oh, for a song. Oh, ooh. for last Christmas. For last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you gave it away. You gave it away. Um, hmm. it's a range I'm, here. It's a range here. It's a range. I'm gonna say it's at it's hundreds of thousands of dollars easily. Mm. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say a cool half mil. The current owned, currently owned by Warner Chapel Music UK are valued between fifteen and twenty-five million dollars. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I Jesus was so off. Christ. Yeah, oh, wow. so they're pretty. They're still very far away. Hannah, yeah. a mum of three, said, "Quote." I was studying English and worked extra to pay the bills, and the owner of the cafe had planned for a super cozy holiday season and had made his own CD with a number of hits on it. He was only in now and then, so he didn't fully appreciate the agony the rest of the staff felt when last Christmas played for the 111th time of the working day. She continued, it started last Christmas, pun not intended, when we asked friends how much they would be willing to pay to never hear the song again. Quite a lot, it turned out, and when the song started playing this November, we were reminded. Then someone told us that there was theoretically possible to buy the rights to the song and make it uh, and take it off all streaming platforms. We asked around among our friends and the word spread. It's been fun because people either love or hate the idea. Maybe next Christmas will be last be the last Christmas. Hannah and Thomas's three kids, uh, August uh, 16, Julian 10, and Ada 7, were also on board with the mission to rid the song, the world of the song. They've only been around for 16, 10, and 7 years, respectively, and they're already willing to... Jesus to Christ. To throw all their money in to get rid of a song. <laughs> also, oh, wow. wow, holy holy age difference there, Batman. Once again, one of their children is 16 years old, which, quick maths, mean that they had their first kid when she was 17 and he was 39? Yeah, don't do the, That's, that math. Don't do ever. the math. Okay, That's, yeah. We're moving on. Do, it's not the point of the article. Uh, yeah. uh, they have set a goal of $15 million, which will take them to the next stage of negotiating with Warner Chapel Music UK, they said. If their dreams come true, they intend to dump the master recording in a Finnish nuclear waste site where it will, re- <laughs> where it will rest, for the, for, rest for at least 2 million years. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to et the video game it? i love they're that they're, they're like we're gonna get every it? digital copy of this and we're gonna throw it in a nuclear waste <laughs> i hate this song so oh my god okay a quick question before we if you have another article before we get to that um what song would you do that for let's, uh, let's say it's christmas theme just to kind of narrow it down i mean yeah, if I was going to pick one, it would be All I Want for Christmas is You. Sorry, Mariah, but I've had enough. Yeah. I've, I, I think- really, it's just, ev- it's just in every Target. It's in every, it is. it's in every gas station. It's, it, it's, it's, it's impossible. I went to, I went to Chile last year for Christmas. It was yeah. playing in Chile. I couldn't escape it and in a whole other <laughs> hemisphere. Like, and I was like, shit. for God's sakes, Mariah, lay off. She can't. It's, it's her job to constantly just. <laughs> There's one more great quote from this article. It says, Hannah says, some people seem to love hearing the song 500 times a day. And those people are, 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 are our enemies. 
We shall fight them on the beaches. We shall fight them in the malls. So good. Oh man. Yeah, it would be la- it would be um all I want for Christmas is you. That would how about how about you? I would probably I'm going to say um I just don't like baby it's cold it's outside. Mm. People have made people are so defensive about this song. And they're like, well, in the uh, time period, it was actually very progressive. And uh, she's not <laughs> saying no. She's saying no because at the the current mores of the time, like she she couldn't say yes and things like that. And I'm like, in a modern context, that does not tr- like. <laughs> well, you, we don't treat you, other you, art that way. Like, why should we no. treat the song? <laughs> if it, if you had a piece of art that was just somebody showing their asshole, and they're like, in the Renaissance period, they loved <laughs> it was assholes. Beautiful. They, they wouldn't. You wouldn't be like, "Oh, what great art!" Then, like, it's it, it, it's something that I'm like, we could just leave that song in the past. It's not that good of a song. It's, it's like not great. it's an okay song. It's not yeah. great, and it just has a weird vibe to it that I feel like people are way too defensive <laughs> in, about. It's I'm pretty like, indifferent about that one. I'm happy if people don't want to play it. I, if it's on, I'm not going to cause a stink. But I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but but if Mariah Carey comes on, I'm sticking up the place. I do think that if somebody wants to listen to the Twelve Days of Christmas, I'm gonna fight them about it. But no one ever wants to listen. Like it's pretty unilaterally. No, bad... Everyone agrees that that's a bad one. Like everyone starts it's jokingly. Boring. Everyone starts jokingly singing it, and then you get to Five Golden Rings, and no one knows what happens after Five Golden Rings because you don't know you what six is. Repeat everything that came <laughs> before. It's just a long, repetitive song that has nothing to offer. It's nothing. Big nothing. Mm. But you know what I have to offer? Please tell me. More in the news. All right, I got bring it on. <laughs> now this, I basically went into this thinking to myself, there's got to be people who have done crimes dressed as Santa Claus, right? Definitely, 100%. There's got to be. There's a lot. There's a lot of crime oh, where no. people dress up as Santa Claus. I just want to go over my three favorite ones. Um, this is from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh the the title of this is a little bit confusing, but I will explain. Okay. Leprechaun had better luck as Santa. Confused cops already. Say, cops say slain robber hit bank just before Christmas, just dressed as Saint Nick. Uh so basically I'm gonna I'll summarize this a little bit. Okay. Um because this article is about a St. Patrick's Day bank robbery. Um, but this same guy who dressed as a leprechaun. <laughs> for that robbery also did a christmas one where he was dressed as santa claus okay um so the man who staged a saint patrick's day robbery in the leprechaun costume died during a police shootout as ha- uh, also held up a bank three days before christmas in a santa suit police said yesterday Inve- investigators in this nashville suburb said that information from the fbi li- uh, linked david christopher cotton 20 of brentwood to the december robbery uh he had the whole they, time he was putting on that Santa suit to change his mind. Yeah. They, they found just the saying. Santa suit at his house, by the way, oh <laughs> like my. after he died. Because <laughs> oh, no. they're like, because in another article that was earlier, they're like, they think it might have connections. <laughs> they just go and they're like, absolutely. absolutely it's the same one. They just hold it up. Um, so basically he, he drove away and uh, they surrounded him in a field and a foot chase ensued. Um. So the patrol car video of the chase released yesterday shows one of the suspects leaning out of the passenger window of the getaway car and firing several shots at police on the street of a subdivision. Um, they basically, like, they got run off the road uh, mm. and and they died. And they said that they 
the driver uh, shot himself to not get caught. Okay. Um, they, <laughs> they, they of course got to. Uh, they requested a, a interview with the grieving parents who said who requested privacy. The recording on the answering machine for Albert and Annette Cotton refers uh, calls to refers calls to Horton, which I think is a, a, a like lawyer um, or a friend of the family. It says, uh, "Quote: They sit, love their son as much as any parents love their children," which I'm going to say is a pathetic quote <laughs> to say when your son is a bank robber. Yeah, it's um, not great. Uh, and he described himself as always looking for a new adventure on his website. Uh, and he even had a YouTube video shows Cotton goofing around with a device he claims to have invented to measure whether someone is putting out good or bad vibes. He repeatedly points the device to it himself and gets a bad vibe reading. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dude, you invented, you invented the device. You could have put in a little line there just to say, when it's at me, just do good vibes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that vibes, was that was a vibes. little that was just a little detail. A lot of the stories I found were I'm gonna say uh, a little bit sad. Uh, there was one that a a woman stole $125 worth of Hershey Kisses from a guy, and so he like beat her with a two by four. Jesus Christ! But then she died afterwards, and it, so it's not funny. No, like, that's not comedy. That's not good. That's not comedy. So that's why we're not going to go for it. But this next one is absolutely comedy. This is from the Mirror. Uh, from the in the uk santa claus steals helicopter what then takes pilot hostage and now he's on the run <laughs> wait, wait, wait wait okay santa claus you know what out of steals everybody helicopter. i would think you know santa claus probably would have a helicopter license i, I could see that <laughs> I can, I can yeah see i it. mean yeah. reindeers like riding a sleigh is probably the closest you're gonna get right um a santa claus is being hunted by police after he stole a helicopter and took its pilot hostage brazilian police by the way this is in brazil um, have launched the peculiar manhunt after a man dressed in a red and white Father Christmas outfit, complete with white beard and black boots, made off with a chopper. The crafty <laughs> this man Chris- is playing, playing GTA. He put on his Santa skin yeah, and I'm is t- like, I'm stealing a helicopter. <laughs> He's got the cosmetic, the, yeah. the holiday cosmetic. He bought the bundle. Um, oh, by the way, this is from the 2015. Um, th- and <laughs> they love their fucking Santa jokes. The crafty Chris Kringle rented the aircraft on Friday from an air taxi service at the Campo Marte airport in Sao Paulo, Brazil. He told the pilot he wanted to take part in a Black Friday surprise, but midway through the flight, the Santa's cunning plot was revealed. (laughs) It is a Black Friday surprise, just not the one you thought. It's a black gun. (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. The festive thief forced the pilot to fly to a small farm outside of Sao Paulo City and land. As the chopper came down, a third man arrived, and he and the Santa Claus impersonator typed out the pilot. The dastardly duo then got back in the helicopter and flew off. After a few hours, pilot was able to escape and managed to alert the police, who immediately launched an investigation. There have been no signs of the helicopter, a Robinson Model 44, the sneaky Santa, or his little helper. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to steal anything, a helicopter is a great option. (laughs) <laughs> I, I did not see anything like i didn't see an update so i think he's still i didn't see at nothing large. i didn't see no updates I don't, know nothing. I don't know what's going on santa's still out there he's on the lamb and this last one uh is <laughs> i th- this is from uh this was on multiple websites but the best one i found uh chronicling this was from weedist 
What? What should give you a little bit of weedest? an indication of, of <laughs> yeah, weedest is the name. Wait, wait, wait. So are these, are you telling yeah. me that there's somebody out there who, who in the morning they get up and they are like, got to get my daily news on, got to go to weedest.com. Weedest. <laughs> get my weed-based news. Uh, this is <laughs> Ganja Claws spreading holiday cheer, arrested <laughs> okay. for gifting pot. All right. Ganja Claws. Ganja Claws, I don't know what you expected. A man calling himself Santa Claus was recently arrested in Seaside, California for the most awesome crime ever, giving out weed. 57-year-old Randy Lange uh, was arrested for packaging and handing out cannabis to customers and staff at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Seaside (laughs) on Monday. They're get- I don't know why they stopped them, because this is great for the business. This is perfect they, for business. You've already, you're in the perfect get spot. Munchies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, police received a call after 4 p.m. tipping them off of Lange's activity, who was allegedly packaging cannabis by wrapping it in napkins and giving it out to patrons and workers in the restaurant. Do you think that oh. if a man, you were in a Buffalo Wild Wings and a man came up to you and was like, dude, you want some free weed? I'm ganja claws. Would you take, would you take that, <laughs> would you take that offer? Would you take that free weed from that man? I wouldn't. I know. I know people that hundred <laughs> percent would. Absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. Because I, I don't know where that that weed's been. That's gonna be. He could lace whatever he wants in there. I don't think that would be a good idea. But I know a lot of people would be like, yeah. "Hell yeah, dude, Hell this yeah, is yeah, awesome." Um, according to uh, police, during the incident. Lange approached people saying that he was Santa Claus and had a gift for them. The gift of ganja, an excellent way to spread (laughs) holiday cheer, even if the holiday season might be over. Lange also uh, gave out a napkin with a brimful brimful amount of pot to one employee of the restaurant and left a handsome tip of a large quantity of cannabis in the tip drawer. (laughs) (laughs) I I think of the employees... Probably the employees were like pretty pretty stoked about that. If we're honest. oh, they were stoked, and then the police arrived and they're like, "Not stoked at all, dude." I Sorry, dude. Yeah, gonna... no, no, nothing here. Uh, when searched, police found two pounds of prepackaged cannabis among Lang- Lang's uh, belongings. Uh, unfortunately, Lang was arrested for furnishing marijuana by the Grinchy police. If only we <laughs> okay, lived in a world people. where this man's jolly actions would be met with appropriate response of gratitude I, instead for of just, basic for legal just the moment. For just a moment, I forgot that we were getting our news from Weedist. From and Weedist? I, was, I, was like, I was like, this news publication sure is into weed. And then I was like, yeah. oh, right. <laughs> oh, they have a heavy bias. Like, the, the most yeah. bias you could have. Uh, but Could you anyway, imagine if that was, like some conservative thought think tank bought weedist.com and was like, I don't know about this. I don't turn know. It around. <laughs> turn, turn it around. It around. Uh, but anyway, let's move on to your next segment. My next segment is a spin on in the news. It's Florida man. It's actually, it's very specific news. And this week we've got a few holiday themed stories for you. This is the segment in which I go and find news stories specifically coming out of Florida because they're always they're always about 150% wackier than the rest of the country. They're usually definitely up there. Mm-hmm. This one's first one is pretty tame but I I don't really I wanted to read it because I didn't I wanted to figure out what this person was trying to get up to. Like I don't cr- quite understand what their plan was. So, mm. article is entitled Lehigh That's Acres every Florida mom. Man, though. Do you know the plan of any Florida man but other it, than get drugs? I, I can't most of them I can just chalk up to people be crazy. That's just like, that's yeah. mostly what I do. But this person is like, 
clearly trying to do something, but I don't really get it. So mm. this one is uh, titled Lehigh Acres Mom Arrested for False Report About Stolen Christmas Gifts. So huh. a Lehigh Acres mother is now facing charges after she allegedly filed a false police report claiming Christmas gifts were stolen from her home. A Lee County Sheriff's Office arrested Shonda Hudson, 39, and charged her with one count of making a false report. Hudson originally claimed that someone broke into her Lehigh Acres home in November and stole all of the Christmas gifts she was had just bought for her children. However, it turns out that Hudson allegedly had them the entire time. An anonymous tipster called SWFL Crime Stoppers, telling them that Hudson was storing <laughs> the gifts at a family member's house. When deputies went to check on Monday evening, they found nearly all of the gifts that were reported as stolen. NBC2 interviewed Hudson on November 20th when she said that someone had broken into her home through the back window. While inside, they stole all of her kids' gifts she had bought them for Christmas. Uh, quote, Eight fishing pools. They took some clothes because I bought clothes for my five kids, Hudson told NBC2 for in November. I want my kids to have pretty much decent Christmas, but now they ain't going to have Christmas and all. And some thief came and stole all our shit. Uh, end quote. So the... So this person must have been just shit hammered and watched I, the Grinch and they said, there's an idea. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Like, do you think that like her, her kids were like, so where, where are the Christmas gifts? So where are they going to have? And she's like, somebody, somebody stole them. You know, somebody just came and stole them. And they're like, all right, well then you got to, you got to talk to the police if somebody stole them. You think she got yeah. like, she got like dared into doing it like she, by her kids. Is the confu the confusion on my part is normally because this feels like a very basic like insurance fraud almost of like but oh who's I don't have this thing like I I lost my car or whatever but then you resell the car like right. what are you going to do with the gifts you're not going to resell the gifts but like who's going to reimburse her too like what's what's the point yeah there's no one gift insurance the article like, also says during that interview she uh pleaded with whoever stole the presents to bring them back quote turn yourself in and bring us back our stuff so me and my kids can have a good christmas she said on monday right, while follow <laughs> put the handcuffs on <laughs> right. i'm right here like on monday while following up an anonymous tip deputies found nearly all of the gifts at a relative's home tvs stuck uh, tucked under bed sheets fishing poles stashed in piles of clothes and nestled behind the dryer and a basket full oh of bath God. and body works like, <laughs> what, what was the plan what was the plan here i don't understand what the end goal was they went through the work i would understand if it was all in one box in some room they went through the work of hiding this, like, right? Like putting curtains over it. Like, <laughs> what's the point? Like, over fishing rods. Like, what? Yeah, what's the point? I don't understand. Now I'm with you. Now I don't. I don't get it. Like this doesn't strike me as someone being crazy. It strikes just me as like somebody thinking maybe they can convince their kids that they're getting nothing for Christmas, but they took it too far. Like they got dared into bringing the police into it. And you shouldn't bring the police into any prank. No prank. And no, nobody says you don't want to make no. this prank better. The police. <laughs> also, the parents don't prank your kids. That's just bad parenting. <laughs> like, Seems bad. Yeah. Not, Our next not article. A, not a fan of that parent. Comes from People.com. Florida couple famous for over-the-top Christmas light display revealed to be squatters. What? <laughs> <laughs> at least they're festive squatters. At they least at least have some, at least some decor. We, everybody knows this house on, on their neighborhood that it's the light show house. It's the house oh, that these people go all, all out, buck wild. And I would say I, they have a picture of this in the news article of this house specifically. Mm -hmm. And it's even more buck wild than I would I have seen in my 
my my history of seeing Buckwild houses. It's a full Daft Punk concert worth it's, of. It's like so many lights that you can't even really tell that there's a house underneath it. <laughs> like oh, it looks wow. like a, it's like so many layers of like Rudolphs and and like reindeer and candy canes and nutcrackers and elves and it's just like so much lights that like I can't even tell that there's a house. Maybe that was their thought process too, where they're like they won't know we're squatting they if they know. can't see this, the <laughs> house. They like they won't know there's a house here. <laughs> A South Florida home known for its over-the-top Christmas lights was revealed to have been illegally occupied for almost two decades, an investigation found. Two what? Kai- okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> Kathy oh, Hyatt, wow. a realtor, and her ex-husband, Mark, who died in 2020, allegedly squatted in the Plantation Florida home for 15 years, according to legal documents obtained by people from the Broward County Property Appraisers Investigation. Why per the report... Why do I pay rent? Because people can just do this shit. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Per the report, there was never a title on the property and it was it had a forged deed. Uh, there's a whole lot of like padding. Basically, this whole article goes through like the police patting themselves on the back that they found these people that were squatting. And I was like, dude, they've been living there for 15 years. You don't get to brag about how great it is that you found them. You this don't get to have this moment. Classic police. <laughs> like, <laughs> we found the serial killer, even though we released them and they murdered 10 more women afterwards. Like, it's, but then we got them. So, <laughs> we got them. So, it's all mission, good. And the article, the thing that the article ends on is while the statute of limitations are up for any criminal criminal charges, According to Gallinal, there is now an issue of who rightfully owns the home to resolve, which to your point is like, why do I pay rent? Like, yeah, well, <laughs> if you get away with it make, for long enough, then it's over. Who makes the money on that? Like, because if we, it money is stupid. <laughs> Everything's stupid because they're assigning a value that then you, they go pay us money to for this being here, even though right. those people didn't pay anything and right. nobody cared. And nobody so cared, I, right? Ugh. Man, All right, our last me, last Florida news. Last Florida news. Florida woman devastated after her four hundred pound pig confiscated. Officers concerned about no! the pig's health. No! <laughs> okay. I'm I'm sad that she lost her pig, her piggy, and I'm sad that the pig is probably being abused. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Yeah. A woman is devastated after her 400-pound pet pig has been confiscated in Florida. Officials say they had to take it away from the owner because it's severely obese and needs veterinarian care. And I will say there's a video attached to this. This pig is so fat that, like, it its legs it don't e- it, its legs don't really even reach the ground. Like, it can't walk. Oh, my God. So it's, it's just a big blob. It's Jabba the It's hunt. a blob. It's a blob. Yeah. It's Jabba wow. the Hutt. Exactly right. That's, that's, oh, that's sad. I Pigs are supposed to be big, but not that big. A quote from the owner, I don't know, she was crying when she said this, I don't know what else to say about that. They took pork chop away from me, said pig owner <laughs> Kelly Young Jacobson. <laughs> you gotta name it pork chop. You gotta. You have to. Oh, wow. <laughs> Her pork chop, estimated to be 400 pounds, was led away not easily by animal care and control Thursday night during an eviction in Northwood Village. Officers concerned about the animal's weight and overall health are now uh, looking to gain custody, which like... What are the police going to do with custody? Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> They're going to make pork chop into pork They're chops. They're going to make pork chop. Like, oh, imagine going to the custody hearing, like in the courtroom, and they have a little pig in, this, in a suit and stuff. It's like, all like, rise. Yeah, He's like, I can't. I'm too obese. And they're low. like, your honor, that is the only evidence you need. <laughs> this is an obese pig. And another quote. And I fought a lot of people for a long time to keep him, and people are taking him away from me, said Jacobson. 
you know, lady, you should have you should have thought me- about that. That's just mental illness slash just not just not thinking about other people because it's not great. Is, I hope this pig she doesn't have a farm, does she? Because it sounds like no. this is her only pig in her house. This is a pig in a home. Yeah, that's not that's <laughs> not how a pig it, in a home. that works. No, th- that's Florida. Is, Florida is the land of people keeping animals in their house that should not go in a house. Like that no, is yeah, Florida. That's, yeah, that's people with uh, alligators for or like a ti- like stuff. people they break in and like find a tiger in someone's house and it's like, what are you doing? They recently released uh, in our time uh, the new GTA Six trailer, and it takes place in Vice City, which is basically Florida. I think um, it's a perfect setting. It's great. It looks amazing. It is perfect. Like, and, yeah. they, and people were complaining online of like, this is not, they're giving a bad name to Florida and stuff. And like, and have like, you they seen? They literally based it off of real life things. <laughs> and then somebody did side-by-side comparison of like, this scene is from this news article, this scene, like literally yeah. people twerking on roofs of cars, like yeah. <laughs> doing this shit. So it's pretty wild. Like, but that is absolutely on Flor- par. <laughs> it's, it's, yes, it's perfect. You can't make That's this shit Florida up. shit. Oh, but man. you know what you can make up? Your next segment. Oh, that's, a, that's a great transition into a holiday edition of Amazon Erotica. I know every holiday season that it's it's happening, and I feel yeah. beholden to it now. It's like I can't escape. This no, is escape. this is my life. <laughs> this is people, what I've opted in for. <laughs> people are horny for Santa. How many times do I got to say <sighs> this? I, I did. I went for a walk, and I did the little bit of a thought process of – it's we it's it's not young women who are into Santa. It's like middle aged women, because well, my yeah, mother has I mean, a fucking altar to this big fat man. No one, like, no one's watching. No one's watching uh, the Golden Bachelor at like age twenty five and being like, oh my, like uh, oh. They might. They could, uh, as opposed to like, <laughs> I don't know. That's more acceptable than a big fat old man that people are like, ooh, give me a prison. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> there's something about it that is is very. I don't know. They just love it. Um, but a lot of these I'm going to be going through real quick because they're very short for some reason. Hmm. Um, this one I just wanted to uh, – oh, by the way, this is – I go through the Amazon erotica bestsellers and boy, oh, boy, there are a they're lot selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to say the name of this one, 12 Days of Smut Miss. It's, glad it's a we, series glad of we could get that one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, that's all I wanted to Do say. you have to read – when you read the second one, do you also have to then go read the first one? And when you read the third one, you have to read the second one and the first one? Yeah, you <laughs> 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 In a partridge in a pear tree. Oh, God. Uh, this is Trickin' on Hukes for Christmas, a BBW love story by Telia Tiana. Could you say that look, trick, Trickin' on what? Trickin' I'm going to send you just the name. This is one. I looked up the author because um, this is one of those things that I'm like, I don't. This. It feels if it's written by a white person it is racist like so it's it's h-e-a-u-x which makes it ho but like oh tricking a hoe for that makes more way more sense okay yes (laughs) um so but it's but it's that's a it's a stretch and a half like that's really yeah if you think that's gonna be bad christmas is right around the corner and neither daquan quote day mitchell or ticey Ms. Juicy with two Y's, okay. One, Jones uh, are feeling in the holiday spirit. Both are in, w- both with interesting and traumatic pasts. 
which is, which is <laughs> that's, both that's, interesting. And, there's so much interesting and traumatic things in this package. I want you to tell. Do never show. Only tell. Yeah. <laughs> and would you believe they say words in this? <laughs> would book? you believe? Uh, they found themselves building a beautiful and unique bond that they have both grown to secretly love. With the approaching holiday only being days second. Wait, with the approaching holiday only being days, which is Daekwon's second one home, he he's feeling frustrated, lonely, and longing for the love and affection of the mysterious and sexy woman who's been in his mind for years. He's ready to take the next step in the relationship, and he's willing to do and even spend whatever it takes for him to have her. The only thing is, though, the two of them have never met or shown face. An adult Wait. entertainer. Yeah, they haven't met at all, but they're secretly in love with each other. Okay, it doesn't make okay. any sense. An adult entertainer and loving companion, Ms. Juicy, isn't looking for to Christmas at all. Looking forward to Christmas at all. With no plans to entertain some of her regulars, she's thrown for a loop uh, when her secret but not-so-secret admirer makes her an offer she can't refuse. And this is specific. I'm going to say this in the most... Uh, like a monotone way because mm-hmm. once again, if this is written by a white woman, <laughs> this is racist. Okay. If it is, if, <laughs> quote, you need to stop playing with me and get and come get this money. Let me spoil you for Christmas. You ain't got nobody and I don't have a family of my own. Why not spend it together? You ain't gotta be alone, Juice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a wild invitation where I was like, Will, come spend Christmas with my family. You have no one. Your you family hates one. You got no friends, but you can come with me. People <laughs> only love you for your pussy, and I am love you for it too. Like, I'm only going to be oh, using God. you for sex. In this erotic and steamy tale of when lust and infatuation turns into love and bliss, we promise it's not something you want to miss. Uh, and I'm going to say this is number one new release in urban erotica. Once again, I don't know about that term because that feels that. that's uh, when people use the term urban for for black people. That's not like I don't think that seems great. Oh, yeah, it seems um, This one's super quick. Birched by the Krampus, a smutty fantasy Sing romance. By Siggy Shade, birched <laughs> by the Krampus. Birched like hitting you with a a birch branch. Oh, we'll see. Oh, the we'll Krampus, I don't this like is that. literally three I don't like lines. That tone of voice. This is oh, three we'll lines. See. The Krampus is a fearsome monster who punishes the naughty. That's line one. When he appears in my apartment wielding birch rods, I'm terrified. <laughs> so it is literally birch yeah, rods. Literally birch. But as a punishment, and unlocks a new and unexpected desire for pain, as well as a craving for his eggnog. <laughs> oh no! Stop! Thanks, Siggy thanks, Shade. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is a, a two-parter. Elfed by Ginger Kane, who has the Elfed? same last name as me. Elfed. 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 Spicy and sweet holiday monster erotica. Uh, when when did Holly realize her salacious secret Santa gift wasn't just a salacious secret Santa gift? <laughs> <laughs> Probably about the same time, an ancient fae sex god with a sticky sweet dog. <laughs> <laughs> and a candy-striped monster in his pants. When she appeared. realized her secret Santa was Bahamut, God of Death. I have, I have, I have such a sticky mouth. 
<laughs> nom, nom, nom. And don't, I even painted my schlong for you. I hope you appreciate it. Oh, God. Appears on her sofa with one thing in mind. Jingling her bells and filling her up with as much of his sticky sweet. Uh, stop saying sticky. Stop, please. <laughs> it's too much. Gingercade. Sticky sweet holiday cheer as possible. That is the end of it, of that one. But there's next corked. Corked? The post elf world is super strange and supernaturally <laughs> sexy. Well, <laughs> well, do you think we're living in a post elf world? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. If I'm hoping we're living in a pre-elf world. I hope. I hope we're yeah, still coming up on elves. That implies that we get wiped out. <laughs> we're by elves. Like, ah, oh, I see that they have many tomes, and one they seem to be super horny for us. Which for is, us, like, how which did they is even weird. know? They didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Desperate for anything that might fulfill the monstrous desires she was left with on Christmas Eve. Holly finds herself searching for answers in a champagne cave, where she of a champagne cave. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> girls' night. Oh, the walls are going in. <laughs> there's a there's a, a, a wave of champagne, <laughs> where she winds up trapped with a no nonsense fairy and a, with several silvery tongues. Holly's game to bang out an escape plan, but can't decide if she would trust the intoxicating allure of the gold gleaming in his eyes are somewhere much lower. Anyway, that was oh one my. of them. This one's uh, Stalker Santa by M- Emma Bray. I've been in love with Zoe London from the moment I first set eyes on her. My obsession runs deep, so much so that I have her dorm room bugged, which is so fucking weird. What a Wait, weird... Is this, is this Santa narrating? It's a guy, I think, dressed as Santa. And that's why I know I have to become <laughs> I put, Santa. I put 15 elves on her shelves, and she knows none the wiser. They I have, have those, angles like, everywhere. Very <laughs> obvious like, camera eyes that are, like, zooming in. Light. Yeah. <laughs> Is that an elf on a sh- I didn't even remember putting those up. I don't remember putting any of these up. When she agrees to sip on, sit on Santa's lap and have her picture taken as part of a bet, there's no way I'm going to let some other man have the job. I might be a stalker, but I'm also going to be Santa this year, and I'll give my princess anything <laughs> Listen, she wants. I'm more than just a stalker, all right? I have other hobbies. I'm into being Santa, sitting yeah. on people, all right? I have a lot going on. I like that they end this on a thing where he's just like, I might be a stalker, but I think I have a good career prospect with this. <laughs> like, I'm kind of, like, he I goes to, like, leave after she leaves, and they're like, hold on, you can't do that. You gotta, like, sit for all these kids. You, like, they gotta sit in your lap. And he's just like, but I was only going to... I was only looking after my beloved Zoe oh, London. And they're like, no, you gotta do the job you signed up for. This the, through the temp agency, do you remember? But anyway, this is... I'm, I'm gonna... I'm, I'm only gonna say the first line of this, because th- that's uh, the funniest part to me. Uh... Actually, no, I'm going to say the whole thing because it's funny. Uh, <laughs> My Christmas Kink of Reverse Harem Christmas, The Why Choose Holiday Romances by Mika Lane. Guess who's making Santa's naughty list this year? Spoiler alert. It's me. It's me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Three mysterious owners of a super exclusive club offer this budding journalist inside access to the notorious holiday gala. The perfect Christmas gift to boost my career until I open the box. There's a dick in the box. No. <laughs> it's Santa's severed dick in the box. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? Come on. Come on. Oh, you'll figure it out. 
I expect some flirty interviews, maybe a cheeky cocktail or two. What I don't anticipate? An offer that makes my cheek burn turn redder than Rudolph's nose. Yeah, I'm talking about those cheeks. <laughs> wait, Harass, excuse, harass cheeks. Hold on, harass hold on. Cheeks wait, 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 wait. <laughs> What you're telling me is you blush on your ass. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> exactly, and that's why we're reading this right now. Uh, these men, they don't own the hottest venue in town. They don't just own the hottest, hottest venue in town. They set the gold standard in sinful temptations. Their holiday package, let's just say it's not the kind you find under a tree. They want to give it to me, and only me. With every sultry command, they push boundaries. And those jingle bells, they're making sure all the right places are tingling. It's a Festivus fever, and I'm burning up. <laughs> it's, a Festivus, it's a Festivus fever, and I've got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> Get the pole out. Get gonna... the pole. I love this because it just kind of ends with a bunch of uh, quips. Hold the mistletoe. Bring the handcuffs. Here's to a holiday that promises to be more naughty than nice now that I've found my Christmas kink. It's just this, the author couldn't decide on one uh, a single one-liner, so they're like, I don't know, just do them all. I don't yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, this, I'm, I'm not going to read this one, but it, it is an unruined, number one bestseller in humorous erotica, Trick Shot, a spicy Christmas novella, and I, I got confused because I had two of the same one open, and then I saw that one was specifically um, the discreet cover edition, which I've never seen cover. before. So you can read it on the subway. You can be yeah, really can, horny can, on the subway. But it yeah, still yeah. says on the front, a spicy Christmas novella. So it still is like, mm, yeah, huh. you, you, this is erotica. Um, the other one is like very sexual. <laughs> so I understand why they didn't. It's a, it's a, it's kind of funny because it's like a, a mistaken identity. But the guy is like, she's like, oh, you're the brother, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, weird. Um, but we'll we'll get right into the last few ones just because we're running out of time a little bit. But this one, I just want to say the title and show you the, the cover because it made me laugh. Uh, it is called How the Monster Stole Me on Christmas Eve. Okay. And it looks like it was drawn by the artist or by the author Jade <laughs> Price because it is uh, the fucking smile on his face. I think you're going to agree on this big orc man's face is <laughs> is, is a lot. <laughs> it's full Grinch, like it's it's half orc up. Grinch. Yes, yeah. This man is woman. this is the uh, the giant green pea man, the 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 the, the pea giant. Do you know what I'm talking about? The pea giant? The, the gentle green giant? Oh, yeah, he's the... the <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is not the only orc one that we have. Yuled by the Orcs, a holiday monster romance. Yuled by the Orcs. By Finley Fenn. Quote, He is my gift to you this Yule's Eve. Shall you accept him from me? <laughs> In a world of orcs and powerful men, immediately we're getting... <laughs> <laughs> Wild orcs range everywhere. Lydia is a shy, widowed washerwoman. Wh are we in Victorian London? What do we? Oh yes, I've <laughs> got to wash to, all these. Gotta beat my laundry against the rock to clean it uh, off. Oh my! My husband went off to sea, and now he died. But uh, good thing I've got an orc <laughs> under the tree <laughs> for me. Uh, forgotten and alone. Until the day the orc drops in with a full sack of laundry on his back. He's tall, rangy, and utterly confounding. Rangy is not a word, I don't think. Rangy? Rangy. Rangy? Uh, 
right? Yeah, that's huh. rangy. Yeah. With his silver hair, his deep, jolly laugh, and his twinkling coal black eyes, when he offers to bring Lydia, Lydia's great joy, it's a gift that keeps giving, drawing her even deeper into his wicked, wondrous charms. Yes, this is Orc Santa. <laughs> I'm going to yes. just say that. I'm gonna get, it is just Orc Santa. At least until he invites her to spend a Yule at his cozy candlelit cabin. And when Lydia arrive, arrives, he offers her a brand new gift wrapped in a pretty red bow. Another Orc. <laughs> a stranger yeah just another guy <laughs> can you imagine if but this is this is insane to me because imagine if santa claus came to you and he's like oh you're a widower right well how about you come over we'll have a few drinks and, <laughs> i'll just leave and you then, with my twin brother and leave yeah and then he presents another big fat old man with a beard he's <laughs> like have fun this is <laughs> what, what you fuck? wanted a stranger for her merriment and he's the biggest most terrifying monster she's ever seen in her life <laughs> he's fucking terrifying <laughs> oh no will lydia refuse her hideous gift and run alone into the cold winter's night or can she find joy with a monster or maybe even a home like a she's home a fucking house with a cat. monster <laughs> can you home me i i i i don't have uh, a home right now after i got kicked out it's uh, a whole deal but whatever uh, but let's, I only got two more. So let's, uh, this one made me laugh because it's so fucking serious. Uh, All right, lay it on me. DeLuca's After Dark. <laughs> oh, Savage. DeLuca's, it sounds like a pizza joint. All right, what do we yeah. do? We need for <laughs> some, are, some slice. <laughs> these are, uh, yeah, DeLuca's After Dark, Savage Bloodline Holiday Novellas uh, by two authors, which is very strange. Hmm. L. Lauren and Shani Green Dowdell. Excuse me? Dodel. Dodel? Darkness lurks behind their gazes. There's something sinister about their smiles. Their name incites fear in their enemies. Their touch (laughs) arouses passion in the women they love. The Navy Seals. The brave. The bold. (laughs) (laughs) Just turns into a full commercial. (laughs) Do you want to join the Marines? Join the America's Army. Their touch arouses passion in the women they love, but incites fear in their enemies. Uh, they are the Diglucas, and even during the holidays, there's one word that describes them best. Savage! All savage. caps. Savage! Tis the semi- season for a savage. <laughs> you the almost men- said tis the semen, no, it isn't. and I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> tis the se- semen of the savage. The men of the Deluca family come bearing gifts this holiday season. Download this limited edition anthology today before it's gone forever. First, you must ask yourself one question. Are you ready to spend your holiday cuddled up with a DeLuca Savage? Do you I'm think you're answer, ready for this jelly? <laughs> I'm going to answer for everybody. No. I'm no. not ready for that. <laughs> they are they seem to be um like mafia guys, so I don't I don't get that kind of stuff where they're like, "Do you want your man to be a fucking asshole? Do you want him just <laughs> to be like ripping people's heads off and stuff? Then come and, and <laughs> come and talk to us." Now, I'm going to end off with uh the one the title and thing that just made me laugh so fucking hard. And I'm going to send you the the cover too. Um, but <laughs> it's because the Photoshop is so fucking funny. But this is In Love with Alien Santa Claus. A Ooh, sci-fi. Sa- Santa Claus wasn't enough. We need to yeah. have Alien Santa Claus. A sci-fi alien holiday romance. And this motherfucker is jacked. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's a demon. Why is his skin <laughs> he's, red? He's he full looks like red, a tiefling. With, Why? He's got that, like, women, it's like the, the gray beard with, like, the gray cool guy hair. Like, he looks like he should be in, like, a watch commercial. Except yeah, but he's red it's, and he's jacked. It's like photo. The beard is and the hair are like photoshopped on. Oh yeah, it's the like, head is absolutely just like they colored it and put it on the most jacked oh body you could God. ever see. The abs have like side abs. I don't understand the, it. The veins don't even. They look just like tree branches under his skin. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So <laughs> let's just get right into it. Do you believe in Santa? Yeah, Chris doesn't either. But since his <laughs> ship got stranded above Earth. And an anti-gravity accident left him with a okay. with flying reindeer. He's decided to make the legend come to life. It was I'm really gonna... starting off like District 9, and then they lost me. Yeah, they lost. <laughs> but this is harder to read than other ones because it's formatted like it's a poem. Like it has like commas at the end and then okay. goes to a new line. It, for some reason, it's making my brain want to rhyme, but there's no rhyming. So <laughs> uh, the present he brings aren't the traditional dolls and rocking horses. Instead, he finds kids who need help, serious help, and gives it to them. Now, this is, are you ready? For, hold your pants, because they're about so to So far, it's up. great. Cancer cured. House is fixed. <laughs> Parents oh. healed. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, okay. Great Christmas. And this is how we, this is how they're going to get into the sexy part, and it's the least sexiest way they possibly can. Yeah, I don't see how you transition to, to sexy times to sexy. now. There's one little girl he helped years ago who he's kept tabs on. Once no, again, getting back to the don't age do that. Gap. No, that's gross <laughs> and weird. And she's grown into a beautiful woman. He's forced himself to keep his distance, but when an equipment malfunction gets him stuck in the chimney, <laughs> Blitzen brings her to his rescue. Will so she you're be telling to ex- me the yeah. superpowered alien that cured cancer <laughs> is stuck in a chimney? That's what you're telling me. <laughs> Just so that I'm clear. I, I didn't even think about that, but you're right. <laughs> yeah, he's just like trapped. He's like, so this is how it ends, huh? Light years from my home planet, stuck in a fucking chimney. <laughs> Captain's log. I can't believe this day has finally come. Energize? Energize. Please energize. I need to get out of here. I got to poop. <laughs> uh, Blitzen brings him to a rescue. Will she be able to accept him? Or will the truth of his identity drive him her away? <laughs> Uh, you know, so how did you two meet? Well, one day I came downstairs and I realized he was stuck in my chimney. And the next thing you know, we were just so in love. An alien reindeer came to my house and he said, <laughs> listen, my <laughs> best friend is stuck in a chimney. <laughs> you mind if I just take a look at your chimney real quick? Yeah. <laughs> in Love with the, with the Alien Santa Claus is a standalone science fiction holiday romance that features a loving human female and a generous alien. <laughs> And a generous alien. Generous All right. alien. This page-turning science fiction romance still ha- has no cliffhanger, no cheating, and a guaranteed happy ending. So that's nice, I guess. That's nice. But you know what's also nice? We're at the end of the podcast, Theo. That's nice. And I hope everybody had a great time uh, listening to this episode. Oh, I was kind of hoping that you would just, for the rest of the ending of the episode, go, that's nice. That's nice. That's you know, nice. sometimes you just want to curl up with a good, happy ending book, and that's nice, you know? You know, I love seeing in a book, no twists, no turns, no twists, nothing no challenging. Yeah. Nothing that's going to shape your opinion differently. Just no. nice. It's nice. Just nice. Just nice, as you And say. you know, 
this alien, he's out here, he's fixing homes, but by God, he forgot that, you know, chimneys really give him trouble. And he just keeps fixing chimneys now, keeps getting stuck in them. And that's nice. Could you imagine if he, like, (laughs) the way that I. Right, he like you're you're going in to get some cancer removed, and then he is your doctor, and he's like, "Hey, so sorry I'm late, but uh, I got stuck in a chimney." And then it's like, "This guy's gonna cure my cancer? Oh fuck!" Like, oh. Uh, but anyway, uh, remember if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, give us ratings, give us reviews, and if you have any holiday tales of daring do. Send that to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is Segment City. Our YouTube is Segment City. And we got a big holiday thank you to give to somebody in particular. That would be to Rachel Robison. She does our intro music. And she does music that you can find around the globe on your podcast streamer. No, your, sorry, music streamer of choice. Mm. And some gonna, say. Are going to malign her on the holiday episode? Some say that she's never been trapped in a chimney. But we'll leave that up to you, you know. We'll leave that up to you. What? Leave that up to you. <laughs> to so the audience it's, it's or there. to Rachel? Are you saying to Rachel? There's still you know time. What? You There's can make still yeah, time. <laughs> make dreams a reality. Get stuck in that chimney. Yeah, uh, we're really, uh, yeah, we're manifesting it this year, Rachel. You're gonna get stuck in a chimney. All right, we're gonna will it into existence. I'm but, not gonna but will then, it into existence. But then you're gonna be rescued, and that's gonna be a nice story for you. So that'll be great. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> this makes. I'm not going to make the joke I was going to make because I feel like it's awkward. Well, now that you, you know, Rachel's just, it. if she would stop entering houses via the chimney, I wouldn't put this on her, but she insists. Constantly, every single time. She's every time. Up. I'm like, I have a doorbell now. Please use it. Now, I did look up on the list of unusual deaths if there's anything Christmas themed. I did the word mm-hmm. search. No Christmas stuff. Not and even I, one? I, not even one. And so I was, I was mad about it. So I went to Iwaspoison.com oh, yeah. to find a new. And I couldn't decide between two. So I'm just going to say both of them. Uh, this is Costco in Samasway, Abbotsford, British Columbia, Canada. We bought Olympic breakfast uh, sausage and were sick with violent diarrhea and nausea in about oh, an hour's no. time. The store is closed, but I will call first thing to remove the product. I love that they're like clawing at the, <laughs> the door. Like, Let in. Get rid of it. That's bad <laughs> sausage. Tonight, we picked up sausage on the way home from work. And within an hour, my husband and I were both sick. It has never happened to us. And we've been married for 30 years. Which is <laughs> also a weird <laughs> thing to say. That's a nice detail. Yeah. We've been married. For, it's never happened to us. And we've been married for 30 years. I feel like that's just them. Like just That's a brag. Yeah, that's a big brag. Uh, and this one is uh, a Hershey's giant calling <gasps> drive in York, Pennsylvania. OMG. I live near Hershey. <laughs> I have eaten Hershey ca- candies my entire life. Had oh, no. two mini chalk bars yesterday. Less than an hour later, I became horribly sick. Felt fine today. Had breakfast to include coffee. <laughs> today, I had a Hershey's mini at 2 p.m. 3 p.m. <laughs> I am again sick as a dog. So, <laughs> so this. She went back in. This person yeah, went, she back, went in. back in. She had the mini bars, went, oh, I feel terrible. Probably because she is just eating Hershey <laughs> bars. I, I, I'm not <laughs> a big something Hershey else, please. Uh, it tastes like vomit. But then she was like, I don't think that took. 
Like, <laughs> let me, I, let me let trust, trust, but verify, you know, yeah. myself. Then, I got to trust, but verify myself. And then had it again. It was like, oh, dang it. I did, did, did like, it oh, again. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I did a scientific method. I shouldn't yes. have done it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just a mini scientist, aren't I? Come on. Oh, but that is a, a nice way to end the holidays with food poisoning. Right? Don't get food poisoning. Just just have a nice holiday. Yeah, that's how we'll end it. With stay in, don't stay get food poisoning. In, yeah. uh, enjoy the holidays, everybody. Uh, from us here at Sunken City, to you and your families. And uh, here's my holiday pro tip. Yeah. Leave that eggnog on the counter overnight and then try it. It's good for you. Don't <laughs> food poisoning. Listen, listen. My brother keeps trying to pitch me his aged eggnog, and I keep being like, I think that goes against eggnog <laughs> as a concept. You need to get him on Shark Tank. We gotta get him. <laughs> we gotta fund this thing to the moon. I think. I think it gets more boozy. It gets a da boozy. Yeah, it's but more it's boozy. Not, it's not good. Boozy. Yeah, I don't. He he keeps being like it gets richer with flavor, and I'm like, okay, but he could also <laughs> yeah, be like milk gets richer in flavor technically. <laughs> technically. Like, uh, but anyway, yeah, enjoy the holidays and uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.